You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Today, part two of a three-part look at the career of writing partners Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt. Jones and Schmidt are best known for their amazing shows, The Fantastics, I Do, I Do, and 110 in the Shade. This program was originally broadcast in 1980 in celebration of the 20th anniversary of The Fantastics. 110 in the Shade, which opened in October of 1963 at the Broadhurst Theater, had a book by playwright N. Richard Nash, who based the work on his own well-received play, The Rainmaker. Harvey Schmidt and Tom Jones provided the songs. The score to 110 in the Shade is a personal favorite of mine, a score which I think deserves much more attention than it has received over the years. In a pre-recorded interview, I asked Tom and Harvey why they thought the show was not a bigger success in 1963. There was a long, troubled period out of town, uh, which was very staggering to us. I mean, now, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's just... There's always a long, troubled period out of town, really, you know what I mean? And you just do it, that's all. At that time, I must say, I was devastated by it. Although we, we did a lot of good work, I think, out of town, and the show, generally speaking, was, got better. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I think the, the score what did got... You write? Do you remember what you wrote out of town? Oh, yeah, one of the big uh, uh, changes was we wrote a song called A Man and a Woman in Boston. And uh, we, took, we had a song called Too Many People Alone, which was between... Uh, Lizzie and Thile, and uh, it was very good. We liked it. Everybody liked it. In fact, uh-huh. the critics said, but something about it just seemed to slow up the show, or it just sat there in the wrong way, or it was too. Uh, we couldn't tell what was wrong with it, but yeah, we sort of zeroed in on song, that spot. But it just its place. It, yeah. Also, even in the title, "Too Many People Alone," I think people, it, the show was, had, was having getting too heavy. It, people were pulling back. They were a little afraid of in the audience. I mean, of it getting too grim or serious yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it just seemed to sag there. And it was, she was, there was something slightly accusatory to it in the tone of her singing it. Uh-huh. And then you replaced that with... Uh, with a song called A Man and a Woman, right. which had more hope in it. And uh, the instant it went in, it was, everybody loved it. The audience loved it. It was It's curious how those things can work with an audience. Yeah. And that's why you go out of town. But it was absolutely wacky the night we put that... Because we wrote it so quickly. I remember yeah, we, wrote we wrote it like, like in one day at the Ritz Hotel. Yeah. And then took it... Too, they were uh, everybody. They called Inga and uh, 
Steve Douglas. Steve off the stage. We went in the lobby. There's a piano in the lobby. And I remember whenever I'm in Boston at uh, the Schubert Theater, I was thinking that when I walked through the lobby, about sitting right there. And Steve and Inga sat on the steps, learned the song. And it's one of those songs easy to learn, too. Yeah. So they learned it, it quickly. That night, that yeah, we put it in that night. During this time, Hershey K was out orchestrating it instantly. It was all just like instant uh, songwriting. And it was so new that they couldn't learn the lyrics. So we had the assistant stage manager standing in the pit holding up huge cue cards that said, a man and a woman. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so th And they just came, the staging of it, they just came down close to, one reason also that it was went over well, I think, it's whenever, it was people, like an just, whenever people come down to the footlights and get up close to the audience Everybody and just it. sing if they have good voices, which these two did, then that's, that's very satisfying, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. No, it's very satisfying to be able to write things out of town, have them work. Don't leave those people alone When you've so much to share Too many nights can go by Nights that are cold Don't try to close up inside Or you may wind up old Forgetting the lovely moments they've known. 
must go back to just living all alone. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't need to end that way. I know it's hard, and yet I feel that you can make it with me. 
you do, Lizzie, remember you've been asked. You don't ever have to go through life a woman who ain't been asked. You come with me and you'll never be Lizzie no more. You'll be Melisande. No, I've got to be Lizzie. Melisande's a name for one night, but Lizzie can do me my whole life long. Sounds like thunder. There's a big rain coming. Lightning. Lightning. There's a big rain coming. There's a big rain in the rain. Lizzie, for the first time in my life, rain. So long, beautiful. It's gonna rain up in the morning. It's gonna rain up in the night. It's gonna rain up in the Three songs from 110 in the Shade. Harvey Schmidt played and sang Too Many People Alone, a song that was replaced during the show's out-of-town tryout in Boston. Next, Inga Swenson and Stephen Douglas from the original cast recording performed A Man and a Woman, a song that replaced Too Many People Alone. Finally, Stephen Douglas, Robert Horton, Inga Swenson, and the entire original cast performed the show's rousing finale, Wonderful Music. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Anything Goes with guests Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt. Next, a recording of Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt made during their performance at the 92nd Street YMYWHA for the Lyrics and Lyricist series. Uh, after that show, 110 in the Shade, Harvey went over to Italy and took a house for a year, and my wife and I went over and visited with him to stay there, and, and I was going to do some work. And um, it was a kind of a peculiar situation because um, at that time, as opposed to now, none of us spoke a word of Italian. Now we speak six or eight words. <laughs> but uh, we didn't speak anything at, at that time, and uh, nobody in that village spoke a word of English. And uh, after we had been there about six weeks, the telephone rang. And uh, 
we didn't, we were surprised. It had never rung before the whole time. And we looked at it, you know, and we didn't know what you said in it. Uh, but I knew it was exotic, something like Presto or Pronto or Prego or something. So we picked it up and it, it wasn't Italian at all, but it was all the way across the Tyrrhenian Sea and the Atlantic Ocean, all the way from New York, and it was Gower Champion calling. And he said, boys, what about a musical version of the four-poster? And we thought, what a really terrible idea, a two-character musical. <clears throat> and he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, what about a musical version of the four-poster produced by David Merrick, directed by Gower Champion, starring Mary Martin and Robert Preston? And we thought it began to sound better, you know. <laughs> but for, for one thing, we just couldn't resist it. It would have made such a great poster, for one thing. Uh, and, uh, and also, I, I had a momentary fleeting vision of that, you know, when you take the train to Philadelphia and you go through New Jersey and you see those billboards out there. I saw it uh, with our names at the bottom in small print, just the way it really turned out. Uh, uh, <laughs> and so uh, we started working on it and then we found it very exciting. It was a tremendous challenge to try to do a big Broadway musical, not an intimate one, but a big show with two people. It was fun to do. And uh, at that time, it was absolutely obligatory uh, to have ti a title song. It didn't used to be before that, and it isn't that way anymore. But at that time, you had to have a title song. As a, a British producer told us about something that we were thinking about doing over there, he said, oh, my dear boys, he said, you must have a title song so that everyone can remember the title as, for example, Oh, Dolly. Uh, 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 that's a true story. Uh, so we set out to write title songs. We, we overwrite. We're very insecure. And uh, uh, before we went into rehearsal for 110 in the Shade, we had written 114 songs for the show. The theory being that wherever you were out of town, when you got in trouble, you would go back to your hotel room, and instead of writing a song, you would order from room service a drink and turn on the TV and come out the next morning looking very tired and say, well, we got one for you. <laughs> but uh, figuring the same thing might happen uh, with 110 in the shade, we, uh, I mean, with I Do, I Do, we wrote 15 title songs for it. And we're not gonna do all of them for you now. We're, we're, we're only gonna do 12 of them. The, the remainder of this evening will be spent doing I Do, I Do. No, we, we're, gonna do, we're gonna do three title songs. The first one is the one that was actually used in the show, and the, the reason for the raison d'etre, you see how well I speak Italian, <laughs> the raison d'etre for that song was simply to get the title, I Do, I Do, in as many times as you could. I've never counted it, it must be 50 or 60 times, we get it in there though. And the second song, I have to explain a little bit, we, the, the show covers a long period of time in a marriage, and we didn't know whether to begin it in the 20s or 30s and take it up to now or to begin it at the turn of the century and take it up to the 20s or 30s or whatever. And Gower wanted to play around with different possibilities. So at one point, the show actually began in the 30s. And the second song you'll hear, which Susie will do, I think you will very clearly recognize as a 30s type, I Do, I Do title song. The third song is from the movie of I Do, I Do. If you didn't see the movie of I Do, I Do, don't feel badly. Don't feel as badly as we feel. <laughs> because uh, they didn't make a movie if I do, I do. 
they, 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 they bought it, they bought it, which is nice, uh, and we banked it, but uh, uh, they, they talked about it, though, and they looked to us as if they were serious, you know, and they were talking about they were dropping names like Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke, and with, uh, we, in a flurry of excitement, rushed back to, to piano and paper and pencil and did yet another I Do, I Do title song. So here we go, three I Do, I Do title songs. There's a strange new world that you enter when you say, I do. I do. I do. I do. Such a strange new world that you barely can believe it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. For your friends all shower you with shoes and rice. Your head is spinning, but you feel so nice. Who thinks that marriage is a paradise? I do, I do. In this strange new world that you enter when you say, I do, I do, I do, I do. You can almost see how the future's gonna be a dream, a dream come true. You can throw away your every care and doubt, cause that's what married life is all about. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Sometimes it's hard to do Who 
Susan Watson, Dick LaTessa, and Tom Jones, with Harvey Schmidt at the piano, singing three of the 15 title songs written for I Do, I Do, at an evening at the 92nd Street YMYWHA that featured Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt as part of the famed Lyrics and Lyricists series. I'm grateful to Maurice Levine for allowing me to play these tapes. You're listening to Anything Goes. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. Back to a pre-recorded interview with composer Harvey Schmidt and his partner and co-creator, Tom Jones. We're discussing the show I Do, I Do, which originally starred Mary Martin and Robert Preston, and specifically a song that was dropped from the score called Thousands of Flowers. I was starting to ask you why or when and why was uh, Thousands of Flowers cut from the show? It was everybody's favorite number when we were always in rehearsal. Anybody heard the score, loved Thousands of Flowers, and it was everybody's favorite song. But it just didn't work on stage. Uh, the, they were, they were supposed to be thousands of flowers coming down, and uh, the effect didn't work out scenically. There were two little bouquets that came down from the ceiling. And, it <laughs> and really? also... That just turned to hundreds of flowers, yeah. you know? Yes. <laughs> it seemed to call for a big, dan big dancing thing between them, which Gower felt was not the right thing for them to be doing it at that point as middle-aged people. And, and, and also, just vocally, it's so... Yeah, it's, it's a, a big, knock, it's it's a big so, song. You know, really... Ideally, you should have, you know, like the, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or something, you know, or something. You need huge sound. You need a chorus. You need what you have behind a regular musical. Right. Then they could sing it, and then it could be picked up and amplified and, and so forth. And you could dance and, but you it's, could it's, and build it. Yeah. It's, um, it is so big that you get out on a limb. Right from the beginning, when we talked in Italy, Gower said, you know, i got to have some production in this thing. And we all agreed, you know, like right away, the decision is, are we going to add other people? Even a chorus kind of backup, like they, they call, they're playing our song a two-character musical, but in fact it really isn't. It really isn't. Right. But, uh, so we decided, no, the challenge, the excitement, was to try to do it with, but, and then not only is it just two people, but we want to keep it in one setting. And at the same time, you don't want it to be like a play. You want it to have that fluid, 
feeling of motion, fluidity and presentational form, which is the essential ingredient to a musical. And you want some production numbers and so forth. And it was really very So Gary said, I need an act two. I gotta have some visual something, some something. So our, we talked with him and we said, begin, we came up with the idea of flowers. They, they were calling a flower market and thousands of flowers would come. And as they remember it, their, how, their home would disappear and the flowers would come in and they would dance and they would be back in their youth and then they would go back, you know, fade dream out, sequ dream sequence over, whatever, remember. But that didn't work out for combinations of reasons. And, uh, but so it, we wound up with this other song then, Someone Needs Me, and then they had ribbons cascading, which was a lot simpler. Uh -huh, uh, it, it, you know, did someone suddenly decorate the sky? And, they, and again, a funny story on that. These ribbons came cascading at various times, and David Merrick, when that number went in, promised not to come until it had been in three days. Well, of course, he came the first night, naturally. I think it was Halloween night, because I was standing there so nervous, and he came up behind me and he said, trick or treat. <laughs> and uh, made me all the more nervous. Yeah. And that night, the, I had all these mechanical things to spring these ribbons, and sure enough, in the, the, the serious, dramatic scene, oh. the menopause scene, <laughs> It's, it's, you know, in the middle of the scene, periodically in the course of the scene, these, these, these <laughs> cascades of red ribbons would come swirling along, and Mary Bob would look at them and think they dropped lines, they were totally... And so oh. they, when they started to do the song, Gower had staged a sort of dance in which she sits on like a sewing machine box or something, and he whirls her around. Well, all the ribbons had come out early, so she got tangled. They got. They, I, thought, I they thought she was going to strangle because they, as she was oh being wheeled God. around and around on this thing, they would she wrap came. around her neck. Yeah. Oh. So there they were, like singing this song, like totally uh, oh imprisoned no. in these red ribbons, you know. And there, so it's amazing the song stayed in, but it did, and it really solved a lot of problems in that show. Do
Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt performing their own song, Thousands of Flowers, a song that was dropped from the score of their Broadway success, I Do, I Do. Incidentally, the recording you just heard was produced exclusively for this edition of Anything Goes. You've been listening to part two of a three-part look at the career of writing partners Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.